desk. No, I wasn't sick, I conceded. But you do look fucking terrible, said Tiki, moving closer. What's going on? I had a fight with Martin, I said, feeling my throat constrict. I clamped my lips together so my chin didn't wobble, determined not to cry in front of Tiki, the emotional vampire of the office. Other people's misery and drama were her sustenance. Her beady brown eyes lit up at the very suggestion of tears, and she could sniff out a sobbing assistant in the ladies from fifty paces. For the two years she'd worked here, I'd watched her pump her unsuspecting victims for every detail of their emotional lives. Little did they know that her interest in every tiny incident had nothing to do with friendly concern and everything to do with her own vicarious thrills. Martin, the youngest board director at the accountancy firm, Martin, asked Tiki, moving still nearer as she detected the possibility of weeping. Martin, Mr. Excel Spreadsheets, Martin. Martin, your boyfriend of 11 years, Martin. Martin, your only boyfriend ever, Martin. She peered into my eyes, which I knew were bloodshot and swollen enough to offer her ammunition for a full-on assault on my personal life and I poured all my energy into not cracking in front of her. I just nodded a silent confirmation. But, like, what kind of a fight? A splitting-up kind of fight? she demanded. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not sure, I stammered. You're not sure? How are you not sure? Either you have split up or you haven't. I've moved out for a bit, I muttered. It's just temporary. Of course it was just temporary. This was a moment of madness from Martin. He hadn't meant any of it, I was sure of that. In a few days, when he'd calmed down, I'd be moving straight back home where I belonged. Moved out? Where? Tiki pressed. I wouldn't have been surprised if she'd whipped out a sheaf of paper and started taking notes to pour over later, rubbing her hands together and cackling. Just with my aunt, I said... Your aunt in Clapham, said Tiki, with impressive recall. Isn't her house like some random hostel full of nutters? It's a boarding house for actors. She's had all sorts of famous people staying there over the years, actually, I said, stung into defending my aunt's home. Although it is true that I had myself referred to it as a hostel full of nutters in the very recent past. I'd had to swiftly change my tune when I arrived there yesterday with my overnight bag. Yah! Who's staying there now, then? asked Tiki, her eyes narrowing with interest. Well, no one especially, I admitted. Half of the actors have had to move out because of some plumbing problems. That's why there was a room free for me. I could see Tiki's eyes begin to glaze over as soon as she realised I wasn't about to reveal that George Clooney was hiding out in my aunt's attic bedroom. Like whatever, Roars. Forget the plumbing. Get back to Martin. This is totally, totally major, major drama. How does it make you feel? She clasped my forearm with both of her hands. You might think in sympathy, but I knew better. It was a well-practiced restraining hold designed to stop me from moving away. How do you think it makes me feel? I snapped, trying to pull away. Tiki held firm. Protected by the thick skin of the supremely posh, she would not doubt for a moment that her interference was, if not wanted, 
then at the very least, necessary. Terrible, miserable, awful, dejected, like your life has ended, she prompted, unable to eat, lying awake all night sobbing, vomiting at the thought of him with other women. This isn't helping, Tiki, I said, resting my arm out of her grasp. Trust Tiki to think the worst of Martin. She'd never held back from declaring him to be Mr. Boring Spreadsheets accountant in the past. But now it split up. She somehow had reimagined him as a treacherous man whore. There is no other woman. Hmm, that's what you think, she said, with an infuriating air of knowingness for someone who had met Martin once six months ago and seemed barely aware of his existence since. I rolled my eyes. She didn't understand the kind of stress Martin had been under since he'd been promoted to the board. He'd been working late nights and weekends.